Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. The sun's going down in midnight Texas and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Midnight Texas series. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Micah Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters 20 through 28 of Day Shift, the second book in the Midnight Texas series. Previously, Manfred gets called in for questioning, but thanks to his fancy lawyer and a boatload of witch cocaine, and also the fact that he didn't actually commit a crime, he skates right through. Lewis Goldthorpe brings a reporter to town, which kind of ups the stakes for the locals. I mean, once a reporter catches wind of all the mysterious deaths, they're like two steps away from being featured in the next hit true crime docu-series, and they do not need that kind of heat. <laughs> none, of their, none of their dark secrets are really that well hidden, you know? So the Rev lights a fire under Olivia, and they hatch a, and I cannot stress this enough, very bad plan <laughs> involving some rented old people and a telepath they met like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Can't wait to see how that plan goes. <laughs> Yeah, that, that supernatural phenomena blogger was sitting on, like, the story of a lifetime, right? Yeah. This would have made her whole career. Yeah, like, like all, the only thing that saved them is Manfred didn't answer the door, right? Yeah. I remember back then I was saying, Manfred should have answered the, answered the door, but I, 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 I recant. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could have made her whole career just in this fucking town. Right? I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, just go door to door. Do an entire series yeah. about each door. Hey, you, what's your thing? Yeah. <laughs> Chapter 20. Manfred and Fiji gossip about her bad date with the bouncer from the cartoon saloon. It turns uh, out the hot bouncer's qualities kind of taper off after you get past the hotness. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, weirdly enough, Fiji is down on herself about it. Like, I don't know. I think uh, she's, like, a super cute witch and he's just some guy. So she kind of, I think she was kind of aiming low, you know, for this. But whatever. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me revise my estimate of how old she is. I definitely thought she seemed younger from that, like, early 20s. Those felt like early 20s dates. I think everyone in this town is younger than I think they are. Like, the Rev, I think he's got to be, like, 30-something, right? <laughs> <laughs> His suit looks older than he is. It was bought in the 90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, man. <laughs> We're the old ones now, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I mean, Manfred is, like, 22, right? Didn't he say he, that? He did say Fiji was an older woman, but, you know, that could but be yeah, twenty five. Fucking Manfred is. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he he was gonna date a, a high school kid and like apparently be okay with that, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. The rev the rev is probably forty. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to have gone to seminary, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long is that? He, like? not, I mean, I mean, that he's was just some a good point. Dude in this town with like <laughs> ten people who just calls showed up and called himself the Rev <laughs> well, and built a church of did, sorts. Maybe they just called him that and he just never corrected them. Yeah. He, he wouldn't, right? Wait, did he build the church or did he just find it? Good question. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, so Manfred tells her that the wizard cocaine is still affecting him, and I thought Fiji was like going to help him, but no, she just immediately goes back to the drawing yeah. board and just messing, <laughs> fucking around the recipe. He's like, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for the feedback. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can go now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like Fiji's, um, you know, got a better a better option. Just. Just like, you know, sometimes you just can't see what's right in front of you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a person, like, literally in front of her, because it's across the street, right? Right, yeah. It feels like you might just bow bump into somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, uh, that works out. Even though, are they just going to get together because they're from the same town? I mean, that's a good point. Her options are limited. It's either yeah. Manfred or Bobo. 
What a coincidence that the love of her life just happened to be in the same town of 10 people. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Well, you know, they have a lot in common. Like the fact that they live in this town of 10 <laughs> yeah. people. <laughs> she can give them an HJ behind the uh, Dairy Queen. St. Davy. <laughs> That's right. It's like they don't have a Dairy Sorry, Queen in I, town. I, I, I thought that was what dating is like in like small towns. Yeah, well, I mean, probably, right? <laughs> a hand, a, yeah. The Dairy Queen handy? They call that a huddle. <laughs> they call it out of yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Diedrich comes into the shop. His growth is finally slowing, and yeah. we find out his mom died. So that's sad. Yeah, that's like apparently. I, I guess a lot of his family is dead. Like his, I think his. You said his his grandparents too, or something like that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he, but he has an aunt who wasn't able to take care of him anymore mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> Probably nothing to do with the fact that he's about to turn into a tiger, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Manfred offers to indoctrinate him into the noblest of pastimes, video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, honestly, like if you want to make sure an, an outs- like outsiders never see this kid, just put him in front of like a, a PlayStation, right? right? I'll be down there, God of War or something. I don't yeah. know, Modern Warfare. He, he can like age in you know four days, and like no one will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter twenty one. Olivia goes to the hotel to talk to Barry. Uh, when they when they took his grandfather, Shorty, from Vegas, he had a really bad memory, and so he didn't realize he had a grandson, which is why he ended up there, because the whole hotel is just for people who don't have families. Oh, so I assume that Barry was just lying about that. Like, he just knew that guy had a bad memory. He's like, yeah, I'm that dude's grandson. Really? I wasn't getting that. Yeah, I mean, like, they have the same last name, right? Yeah. Uh, wait, is Barry's last name Horowitz? It yeah. is, yeah. I thought his last name was Bellboy. It, no, that's that's what it, <laughs> that was his job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. When they met him at the at the yeah, hotel, yeah. he was a bellboy. But I remember oh, they yeah. kept he kept that as his name later on, right? Barry yeah. Bellboy. I mean, why not? It's better than Barry Horowitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Barry's dealing with uh, uh speaking of his grandfather with, uh, with poor memories, dealing with his grandfather who's done some B and E and N, which is breaking and entering and napping. Napping, yeah. yeah. Uh, the game dev in question is not thrilled about the fact that someone broke into his room to take a nap. Why are they putting game... <laughs> uh-huh. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Nothing makes Beca- sense. Because though. Magic Circle's just down the street, Magic Jeff. Portal. Magic, Sorry, Magic, Magic Portal. Portal. For some reason, there's a, a game company that has contractors that they're bringing in on-site and putting up in a hospice. Uh-huh. Or, well, it's not a hospice, but it's a, a retirement community. This is It's weird. not even that. It's it's a hotel. It's just a hotel. Well, and the thing is, he, he this game dev gets so frustrated, he he threatens to leave. And the, the lady at the hotel is like, yeah, good luck finding more, anywhere else to stay. Yeah, I mean, why? Which again, this, why would you put your game company this, there, this right? Is why you're, yeah, this is why there's no game companies around here. This is, I don't believe any of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hardest part for you to believe. I, yeah, I do not believe I, everything. Yeah, werewolves, fine. Vampires, yeah. fine. So, tele, telepaths, fine. There's some but a game of, company in the middle of small town Texas. Yeah, there's something weird going on here, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not called Magic game Portal. Game. It's probably a fairy thing, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, that was my theory. That would That's make been a my lot theory more all along. Yeah. 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 Like they call it a Magic Portal, and what it is is this portal that is magical. Yeah. That people go through. Yeah. Remember the. the. It actually, oh my God, it actually, the portal is to like the Bay Area. But yes. midnight is way cheaper to stay in. It's way, yeah. So that's what it is. Yeah, it's like when we bring in our contractors, they stay in this random town. We don't even know where it is. We just push them through the yeah. <laughs> So we'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh. All right. So with that sorted out, they turn to business. Yes. Uh, and it's funny because, like, Olivia is negotiating with Barry for, like, how much she's going to pay him. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like Olivia is really struggling with the fact 
that this guy can read her mind. Like she, oh, like yeah. she can't yeah. wrap her mind around it, right? I'm very surprised that this is negotiation at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? He knows what her limit is already. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. And I, I feel like Barry probably let her off easy, maybe because he knows that she's thinking about killing him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's just funny because like I I feel like this is a theme that we're going to continue seeing at least throughout these chapters that Olivia cannot wrap her brain around the fact that. Barry is reading all of her thoughts all the time. And she yeah. fucking hates it. She yeah. really hates yeah. it, yeah. And here, listen though, Barry mentions he thinks it's weird that he doesn't try to conceal his powers in Midnight. Because he's like, I've spent my entire life concealing mm. that I can read minds, but I don't feel like I have to do that in Midnight, and that's super weird. Yeah, what's up with Midnight? <sighs> yeah, everyone's weird here. And Barry knows. Barry knows everyone's weird here. Uh-huh. Keep Midnight weird. Yeah, right. So Olivia asks him what's up with the reeds, and he refuses to answer. Good move, yeah. Yeah. Um, but when she shakes his hand, she knows he's not 100% human, but we knew that. Yes. Yeah. But she, how did she know that? Uh, she said, I don't, she just said when she shook his hand, it felt like when she shook Lemuel's hand, it was mm. not not all human. Interesting. And we, know, yeah. and we know that Barry is part devil, right? Demon. Demon, yeah. Because mm -hmm. Mr. Cataliades is his great grandfather great great grandfather something like that yeah yeah chapter 22 it is the day of the plan manfred barry olivia tommy and Susie are gonna go uh manfred and barry are in the car together and they talk about sookie and families i, I want to mention that uh they when they're trying to get the uh the old people that they rented out <laughs> <laughs> uh the caretaker there is weirdly possessive um, mm -hmm. for somebody running a totally normal hotel. Sure. Uh, and they point that out and she kind of backs down, but like, this is so sketchy. And in fact, this is the I point where everyone's like, this is kind of sketchy. You think so? Because I think that the, the townsfolk coming up and rounding up the old people <laughs> for like a strange, a strange adventure, uh -huh. that when these old people have never like shown any desire to leave or do anything... That yeah. seems pretty sketchy. They're paying, him, they're paying him 200 bucks. <laughs> That's totally normal, right? <laughs> right? Uh, this is weird all around, and, and I think it's it's it reflects well on this this hotel proprietor that she's like, are you sure this is on the up and up? And Olivia's like, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, if this were actually an elder care facility, that would be true. But this is very specifically not, and this is very specifically not that kind of person, right? Yeah, but you'd expect anybody who's running like a little bed and breakfast that, you know, these old people need a little bit of watching over just out of, you know, normal human kindness. Uh, yeah, but don't they want to make 200 bucks? They do want to make 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. And I just wanted to point out a cute moment. Barry is talking about his family and he says, My grandma was wild. One minister told me he thought she was the spawn of hell. And she was. Yep. <laughs> His half-demon grandmother, whatever. Yeah, man, that, that must... Uh, I mean, I want to know more about that story because from what I remember, uh, demons are... Like, part demons are dangerous or something? Like, they eat people and... Uh, can catch things on fire and stuff. Like, I just remember that ground sex with them is corrosive. That's I remember what, I mean, I didn't want to that. say it, but that's what yeah. I was thinking about, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, like, a human woman can't survive having sex with a demon. Hmm. Yeah, but no, we've talked about that, though. Like, if I could have a spinoff of anybody in the Sookie Stackhouse books, Mr. Catalides, right? I would love. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just just knowing about Mr. Catalides' adventures as a lawyer in the yeah. supernatural world would be very entertaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where Sookie is one of the least interesting people he knows. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's funny, because like, most of this chapter was just like, 
Barry and Manfred telling us about like their family. I was like, is this a travel chapter? Did we just get travel chapters? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we did. With the stop at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Uh, There's yeah. a lot of shade thrown at the Cracker Barrel in here, which I kind of, I kind of get behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten there a couple times. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't hate it as much as Olivia did. Yeah. Chapter 23. This is the point of view of Joe. He's feeling antsy with so many people gone. He goes to the gas and go to have a little chat with teacher and finds out that uh, there's going to be a replacement soon. Teacher continues to be very mysterious. Joe thinks that his explanation of why they ended up at midnight is total BS. Oh, does he? I, I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was just like, I thought he, he was vibe checking them and determined they were basically just normies and they were going to leave. Oh, I didn't. That's not the read I got at all. Because mm. he was like, teacher is giving, he, he thinks to himself that teacher is giving way too detailed of an explanation for why they moved to midnight. Oh. And so he didn't think it was honest. Oh, maybe. Honest. Yeah. I, I, but uh, then he said something like, they don't, they're not true midnighters or something like that. Yeah. He doesn't think they're going to stay long, but he can like look at the gas and go with magical senses. And he's like, well, it's not... Oh, Haunted or evil, but it has a smudge of sadness. Like, yeah, what the cause, fuck? Joe? It, no, it's because he's because it's because he's gay. Gay people can see in the spectrum of magic. Oh, literally, that, that was the gaydar. Oh, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. Thank you for explaining yeah, that to me. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, that's, that's active setting gaydar. They don't turn it active very often because it gives away their location. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, see in the spectrum of magic. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, he, Joe knows that there's something bad coming. He has this feeling that there's, like, there's a feeling he can't shake. Almost like there's, like, a tiger lurking in the shadows waiting to strike, you know? <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chapter 24. This is Olivia's point of view. She's at the Cracker Barrel with uh, Barry, Tommy, and Susie. And she's super mad because Barry can hear her thoughts. She's mad about it, but also she really seems to not under... Like, she's not... We're getting it from her point of view, and it's really clear that she's thinking things that she shouldn't be thinking around somebody who can read her mind, right? Yeah. Like, she's sitting in the Cracker Barrel thinking about how she might kill Barry just to make sure her dad never <laughs> learned any of her secrets. And he definitely heard that, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's there, and he's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, not like trying she here. can't wrap her mind, she really can't wrap her mind around this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she does point out that due to Lemuel's uh, special qualities... Uh, Barry would actually be safe at midnight if he actually wanted to stick around. Yeah, because Lemuel defends his territory, which I'm assuming means like once a year he goes around the entire perimeter of midnight and just pees Mm -hmm. around the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other vampires can smell it. They're like, ooh, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) And and also Lemuel can feed on other vampires, which is unusual, I guess, Mm. because of his, uh, you know, what feeling magic Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, Barry is very anxious to not be in Texas anymore. Yeah. They get to Dallas, and Olivia decides that she needs to go in as well, so she goes and gets her disguise. Which is just like <laughs> a pair of jeans and a shirt, like a, a sexy shirt, some jeans, and a, a wig. And, and I was, a wig, yeah. I was just like, is, did, did she just like put on the equivalent of like the plastic glasses with a little mustache attached? Is that, <laughs> what, is that what we're dealing with here? Come on, Olivia. It totally works, you know? But it I, does. I mean, that's what they tell her, but you know, no she's also somebody who likes to kill people. They don't. Anyway, see through my disguise. I'm gonna kill. Him. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. No, your disguise. Whoa, whoa. Who is that? <laughs> oh my goodness. 
But they show up at Rachel's house. Lewis is still nuts. Bertha and her son are still around. So they're totally the, the ones who did it, right? Bertha and the son, like they're the murderers. Oh, you think so? They got right? They're just hanging around. I just assumed lot. it was Lewis because you know in all these scenes, and they don't seem to have a purpose. Yeah. I I, I mean, I guess it's possible, but I think Barry would know that by now, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. Maybe he does know that. He just respects their privacy. <laughs> Fair point. Like, yeah. I, I didn't want you guys. You guys are having so much fun with your little mystery. I didn't want to just like ruin it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, either way, it's going to get wrapped up because Olivia is thinking very specifically how she's going to come back later and kill everyone there. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to kill them all. Is what she thinks in her head in front of Barry. So Barry's probably like, well, I guess this is going to get wrapped up by the way. <laughs> Barry is very worried about something Lewis did, but he is not able to yeah. communicate that. I noticed that, like, Olivia is thinking things like, I'm going to kill all of these people. And then she looks at Barry, who's acting hinky, and she's like, why is he acting hinky? He must be hearing something weird from those other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. Barry keeps throwing Olivia warning looks, which might just be like, don't kill all these people, please. <laughs> yeah. But she interprets to me that Lewis has some other plan going on. Yes. I think she says, like, oh, Lewis is more dangerous than I think. It's like, that is not what Barry's saying. Oh, yeah. They search the library, but Lewis called the cops, so they cheese it. Yeah, in the library, Olivia notices a huge globe in the corner. And uh, describes it. Like a whole world, if you will. Like a real jewel of a set piece. (laughs) Uh, But no, yeah, nothing. At least at first, Olivia's like, oh, well, the desk is probably where the thing is, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think... Maybe on the way out she she twigs it like they, she doesn't say but she says I have an idea you know yeah so which means Barry has after, an idea, yeah. after a whole paragraph of describing this globe that yeah. we have in the room uh huh yeah okay yeah. I like how how Lewis once again is totally right <laughs> like these people are intruders he was right to call the cops but then he's such an asshole that the cops are like yeah whatever well, <laughs> also Barry like like gaslights him just a little bit by you know reading the cops minds and yeah. not being an asshole you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it totally works. They get out without a hassle, and Lewis looks like a like a total dick bag. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Chapter twenty five. Uh, back in midnight, the Reverend and Deirdre are just outside staring at the sky. Very, very <laughs> ominous. <laughs> so Joe and Chewie are like, "Fuck, this is this yeah. is happening." You know, yep. going down. They go inside, and uh, Chewie goes and checks the computer. There's going to be three nights of full or mostly full moon with no clouds. Yep. So they go around warning everyone, and and I guess people in this town at this point are just like, someone in the town says, "Don't go outside for three nights." We're just yep. not going to do it. They don't, what's up? We don't ask questions. Yeah. Okay. So I'd like I I want us to stop and think because I've been waiting to talk about this for a very long time. Sure. Okay. Joe and Chewie, they're right. like powerful beings, right? Sure. Probably immortal or close to. They plan to stay inside and they are worried about all the other people in the town who they're like, you need to stay inside before. Mm-hmm. It's were tigers, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. were tigers. It's tigers. Yeah. yeah. And then we, in the, and we're going to go into the next chapter, like these were tigers are going through town and like the assassin has locked herself in and turned off all the lights. <laughs> like the angels have turned off all the lights and they're watching. Like everybody is just locked away and watching. When Quinn turned, Sookie fucking rode him. <laughs> I, I, you know, I had exactly the same thought. Sookie, like, adrenaline junkie, chain fighting stack house. When Quinn was like, I got to turn, she was like, fuck yeah, put me on your back. Let's go Do you to need the a saddle? Swamp. Nope, I'm going to bareback it. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yes, if Joe had warned her, she would like set her alarm. Okay, when exactly is the danger going to be luring, luring through the town? Sookie's Russian where angels fear to tread. <laughs> That's true. Literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 
true. Oh, God. The farther away I get from those books, the more I realize how insane she was. And you mm. were the one, you were like, fairies fuck shit up. Like, that's what mm. they do. They're crazy. And like, yeah, yeah that's Sookie. That's, that's, what, that's her. That's, that's Sookie's what she's blood. Got. Yeah. Yeah, that explains so much. When I read the books, it always seemed very logical that she acted the way she did. But when you look at the outside, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> Go go write that tiger some more. <laughs> so, um, In both she, forms. She's, she's yeah. usually riding a vampire through the air, so That's a tiger true. is like. At least this one's on the ground, I guess. <laughs> when, when danger threatens, so he rides it until it calms down. Then she fucks it. <laughs> After he turns back into oh, it's, yeah. vampires don't turn back. Vampires are still vampires. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. yeah vampires don't turn into bats in this world. So yeah, yeah. I guess the the a possible explanation is that this kid is a kid, right? And he's what he's like two weeks old or something. He doesn't he doesn't necessarily have control over his tiger form or something. Yeah, that would be my guess. And I think I think we've heard that the first time someone turns, it's always a little wilder than than other times okay mm-hmm. okay okay so this is something i've been wondering for this whole book mm-hmm. since i i thought that this kid was probably a were tiger if he's aging super fast because he's a were tiger mm-hmm. does that mean quinn reached maturity in like a month is quinn like 10 years old yeah i've yes. been wondering about that too that's a great question yeah, yeah. How, how old is quinn yeah yeah, yeah. Is Suki an unintentional pedophile? Uh, yeah, yeesh. Yeah. Uh, if your body matures, is your brain also maturing not, at the same I mean, rate? I wouldn't expect so, right? I don't well, know. The, the kid can read, so apparently they learn super fast or something. Do they? Yeah. I, mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. He can talk, you know? My That's kid's going to talk at one month old or however old this, this guy is. That's mm-hmm. a good point. How? I guess we don't really know how old the kid is exactly, right? Yeah. No. Huh. Interesting. But if he's visibly growing, it's, it seems like it's in the, a matter of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Great question. Uh, Joe warns teacher to close early and stay inside. Uh, he meets with Fiji. She knows that something's up. She's planning to lock her doors and stay inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Manfred gets back to midnight, though, Arthur Smith shows up. Uh, chapter 26. Joe goes for a run. Despite his advice to everyone else, yep. Joe decides it's a great idea to go for a run on his bad ankle just before sunset. Of course. And it goes badly, right? Yeah. All like okay. Is it possible that Joe wanted a good reason to like do the whole like wing thing? Because yeah. he's been thinking about how much he wishes he could do it, and now yeah. oh, he put himself in a situation where he has no choice but to do the thing he promised not to do, but has definitely super been wanting it's to like, do. Oh no! Now I have to go flying around. <laughs> Is his ankle yeah. even really hurt? <laughs> oh my ankle! Oh, it's really <laughs> I guess I better fly. Yeah. Uh, but he does mention that there are consequences for it, and I wonder if that's going to be a thing. I think, isn't just Chewie's going to be mad at him? I mean, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yep, he flies. He flies. He, he has flies. wings because he's a dragon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. They hear something. Anyway, he, he flies back to Chewie. They hear something, a large animal, and they rush inside. Yep. It's a full moon. Chapter 27. Manfred is talking with Arthur Smith, and Arthur tells him that Rachel was indeed murdered with an overdose of her blood pressure medicine, which had been ground up in her water bottle. This is a confusing and somewhat circular conversation because it feels like Manfred is being like intentionally obtuse. He's like, okay, but like, maybe, maybe she took that much medicine by accident. And he's like, but it was crushed up in her water bottle. Yeah. But who would crush up something? Like, this, we know who this, did Yeah, this guy's. <laughs> The cop is like saying, okay, we know that you're innocent because she was murdered. And he's like, that doesn't add up. <laughs> like, dude, we kind of all know what happened here. I mean, there's still, there's still, there's still a way I could have killed her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, just take the, take the, take the W and yeah, walk away, the, right? Yeah. Mm. 
but yeah, he's, he it feels like he's trying to argue with Arthur about whether or not uh, that the, everything lines up. But whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But and then it's evening, and they see the rub leading a cow into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so Manfred's like, maybe you should leave. Yeah, get out of here. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I promise. But get the fuck out. Okay. Yeah. Where did the rev get that cow? Uh, from one of the, the nearby cow? ranches, right? Yeah, There's probably ranches. How, how did he get it here? Uh, he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming like one of the ranchers like brought it. Into oh, they could have it delivered. I bet you could get yeah. a cow delivered pretty easily in, in, in midnight, midnight Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> Uber eats. Uh, Uber Uber meets Uber steers Uber steets Uber yeah. Uber, Uber, Uber teats. <laughs> We got there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. But everyone in Midnight stays in. Joe and Chewie keep watch over the town. And Bobo is wide awake because he is worried about keeping the pawn shop open. Yeah, we just we get a, like a series of quick snapshots of each of the yeah. members of Midnight. This yep. is cool. Very specifically not looking outside because they hear something yeah. lurking in the dark. This, this chapter is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, it's very, it's very spooky. It's atmospheric. You know, they're all scared. They don't know of what. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the one of them like sees the paws. I think go by. Olivia, Olivia yeah, because she's paws. got a basement. Yeah, she's giant see. paws. It's yeah. Very, very neat. Yeah. yeah. Olivia the assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrified of whatever's outside. Yep. Joe and Chewie watching in horror as <laughs> something is in the dark. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's a little bit of shade thrown in some, uh, some gamers. There's there's a moment where they're like that's true. The, the two magic portal guys are playing a computer game with each other yeah, like, like that's normal or something. It's like damn, damn. I, I, I mean, like I think it's normal. Nothing wrong with a little Smash Brothers. Come yeah, on, come on. <laughs> it saved their lives. Come yeah. on. That's right. That's right. Video games save lives. And I guess Joe didn't warn the people in the hotel. <laughs> Seems like he did not. Yeah. I mean, the old people. Yeah, sure. Right. They got, they got. They're short timers, right? Yeah. But those those. <laughs> they're practically dead right? anyway. <laughs> if anything, you got to toss the old people out there and let the tiger have them, right? Yeah. The tiger's got to eat. Tough meat. It'll chew on it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how quick old Tommy really is. Yeah. I mean, didn't they say that you know maybe uh, Shorty Horowitz is not long for this world? No, Mamie. Mamie yeah, is yeah, the yeah. one. Yeah. Joe. No. Joe knows she's about to pass. Yeah. So you know just. <laughs> you know your hip's not gonna hurt anymore if you're being eaten by a tiger. <laughs> Problem solved. Chapter twenty-eight. The next day, Manfred returns to Davy to talk to Arthur. They discuss Rachel's death some more. She would have ingested the meds long before getting to Manfred, so he's safe there. But he's still being accused by Lewis of stealing jewelry. I gotta say. Arthur, it feels like Arthur is telling him way more information than you should ever tell a suspect in an open case. It's right? the wizard cocaine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People just, just want to tell Manfred shit. That, yeah. That's got to be, right? Arthur's yeah. like, you seem like a straight shooter. I'm going to tell you all this information about this case that you're a suspect for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, but, you know, it's it, it's good that he's not on the hook for murder, but, yeah, that jewelry's still a problem. I, I don't know. The, the jewelry thing's still feeling like a little bit of a stretch because there's literally no evidence, right? It's just this one guy who seems kind of like an asshole yeah. saying that that's what happened, you know? Right. Yeah. The, the, this method of murder seems pretty bad. Right? I, I mean, like... Because you, you're going to get caught. You're so going to get caught. 
I guess you figure that maybe maybe because it comes up in the toxicology, right? right. In, the, in the coroner's report. But it's her medication, so you might think, oh, they'll just find her medication in there, but, right? But then it's in the bottle, and they can find they can see that it's in the bottle, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that they maybe. I, at first, I thought someone had stolen the bottle, but I guess it just rolled under the couch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. And maybe he intended to recover the bottle somehow, or it was going to be with her effects, and he was going to clean it out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, he he should have done this. At home, not when she was going away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost certain, yeah. Bad plan. Bad plan. But, you know. I, assuming it's Lewis that did it. I don't yeah. know. Uh, he, he doesn't seem like a, like an entirely like stable dude, so maybe, yeah. maybe this is the best he can It doesn't say this, but I assume he's like wearing a tracksuit and a gold chain, you know? <laughs> that fits. I can see that. Lewis yeah. Goldthorpe. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. Next time we're going to be finishing Day Shift with chapters 29 through the end. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars and learn more about our other podcasts at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night, cow. cow. <laughs> <laughs>